I was off Instagram for two months and you could tell that I'm a lot better and happier having been off of Instagram, but it's because I got so like ground into the pressure and the comparison and I wasn't able to really have a clear line of vision for what I wanted to do with the good space. And we're expanding to just emotional, spiritual, overall wellness. But I couldn't really see what was worth focusing on and going towards because I was so inundated with everyone else's things. So yeah, it's uh, been quite the ride, but I feel so refreshed. I feel more clear about the direction we're going in. And I've also been getting so many great inspirations and nuggets of wisdom along the way. And I've learned so many different nuanced ways to feel more connected and to actually have a spiritual soul-led life while still living a normal life. I know that the world is conditioned on the ego. We're conditioned to be so forceful and masculine in our energy, but there is a way to still get results and to feel like the balance within us and still be of the world. And I truly believe that. And that's like my biggest goal is to not only provide you a landing place to where when you feel, when you feel spiritually empty, or even if you just want that refuel, you can come to the good space, to the podcast, to our membership, to our community, to these lives, just to feel that energy in your life. And I want it to be a landing place, but then also to prove that you can do the things you want to do and not sacrifice your well-being. You don't have to burn out. That is like, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to prove that. I'm curious what your definition of spirituality is. It's a great question. I think that spirituality is your connection with yourself, your soul, apart from the ego, apart from manipulation, just apart from anything that basically isn't soul fed, if that makes sense. Um, it's a really good question because I think everyone's definition of spirituality is different. And actually, I'm reading a book right now. Um, I believe it's from Words Can Change Your Brain by Andrew something. And granted, I'm reading a few books. So if I misquote, my bad, but Words Can Tra- Change Your Brain is an amazing, incredible book. And I believe it's in there that he talks about a study where thousands of people or something like that, were asked what spirituality meant to them. And every single person, 90% of the people who answered had a different answer. And I think his point was that words matter. And the way we define and, and the way we use our words makes such a difference. So I don't think there's a standard definition of it. But to me, spirituality is definitely putting the soul before the ego, before the world, before... Um, even just pressures in our life and making sure we're communing with that part of ourselves regularly and that we're leading our decisions and our orientation and our perspective from the soul. And it's, it kind of goes in line too with Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you have heard of him, but he's very big on meditating an hour every day, which I don't do that. I do at least 10 minutes every day, sometimes five minutes. So don't feel bad if you're not meditating for an hour. But he does say that the reason he asks people to meditate for an hour is because you want to get to a place where you are no thing, nowhere, no person. Um, And like there's all these different things that he says, but essentially you are just pure soul, not connected or attached to any, any identification outside of you. And I have experienced that non-attachment 
a few times, like a few times. Once was in a yoga nidra class in Zurich. And then one other time, I forgot where, but you basically feel like you're not attached to your body. You're not attached to your relationships. You're not attached to your identity at work. You're not attached to your role as a parent, as a son, as a brother or sister or whatever. And when you strip all of those roles and all of those identities away, what you're left with is your soul. And to me, having that connection to that soul is what spirituality is to me. And granted, I believe in God. I believe in Christ. I'm a Christian. But that doesn't mean you can't have that connection if you don't believe in those things. If you believe in universe, if you believe in source, or you just believe in that feeling you have, to me, that's still spirituality. Um, It's just getting beyond those surface identity and ego identities. I don't know if (laughs) that's the deep dive, if that was too much of a deep dive for you, but that's my initial reaction. So um, let me know if that helps in any way. And thank you for asking that. I think that's a really great question. It's definitely something I think about a lot. And it's interesting too, because I feel like we need to question and challenge more how we think and the truths that we accept and the statements that we make. A lot of what we experience on a day-to-day basis is based on the stories we tell ourselves, the perspectives that we create from those stories. And when we can challenge them and stop for even just a second, like this is the thing that's awesome is to connect to your spirituality, to your divine being on a more regular basis doesn't require going to India, living in an ashram, leaving your relationship and your job. It literally just requires moment to moment, pausing long enough to catch yourself when you're in a routine of thought or in a negative thought pattern and being able to challenge it. And then when you challenge it, asking what the alternative could be and then exploring that alternative. And then all of a sudden you've broken a pattern. And when you break that pattern and you keep practicing that new way of thinking, you can literally rewire and refire your brain and you can change your whole world because of your perspective and your habits changing. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. I'm curious to know what your definition of spirituality is. Because I know it probably is a little different from mine. And I'm always curious. I want to hear. So if you feel open to sharing, let me know. And it's so funny how the most random moments can trigger the biggest realizations if we let them. And if anything, I'm hoping that what I'm sharing can just be a little seed that's being planted for you and being a support and lifting your energy. And you know, if you want to work while you do this, or while we're on live, that's totally fine too. I just want this to be a resource and a value to you and to be open to questions and things that maybe you can't share with someone else. Like that's another thing I've noticed about spirituality is like the things I'm talking to you about right now, there's only like one or two people that I really could share it with. But even then, like they're busy, they're doing things. And like, I mean, we're all busy, but it's cool that like, we can connect right here in this moment and talk about things that most people don't talk about. So I want to leave that open for you that like, it's amazing you're here and that you're engaging in these kind of deep thought provoking conversations. And the more we have of these, the more our thinking can change and the more our lives can improve. And I want this to be a place where you can feel like, okay, I have a landing place. I can be my best self and I have a place to talk about it without shame, without judgment. And so that's what I'm hoping for stuff like this. 
Yeah. So Melik says that, and I'm assuming you are saying spirituality, what it means to you. Um, but she says, I just feel like floating on water or sky kind of, and its color is kind of blue till purple. I don't know why, but that's so relaxing. Kind of feel like you're nothing, but you feel everything. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Floating on water or sky, like it's very expansive and it just feels very light and almost like you don't feel it. I totally get that. And it's interesting that you mentioned colors like blue and purple. Do you have synesthesia where when you like think of words or see things, you have a color associated with it? My husband actually has that where every word has a color. And I think mine is like hunter green or light green. I forgot, but it's very interesting. Um, But yeah, I can definitely understand what you're saying. So thank you for sharing that. Anyway, I guess that is like the meat of what I'm sharing today is challenge the way that you're used to thinking. Challenge the stories that you are saying on autopilot that you might not even realize you're saying. The Soul Ride says that spirituality for him is an experiential connection to something greater than one's biological self and ego identified self. Yep. I love that. Yep. 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 I a hundred percent agree with that and definitely something greater than us. Um, and I'm curious to know too, I'm assuming you believe this as well, but when you go, when something's greater than our biological self and ego identified self, do you feel like that, that place you go to when you are greater than the ego identified self is one with everyone? Like, do you feel like we all share that communal spirit? I definitely feel that way that our essence is all one. We're just different manifestations of the same higher being and spirit and presence. Um, Melik says, I love green, but the relaxed zone is blue. That's great. Good to know the good space. That's why we have blue. So that's, that's good to hear for our branding. (laughs) It's funny. It's so funny how like we're sometimes our own worst enemy because I'm looking at my notes for what I learned yesterday and today of like, I got mad at myself for sleeping or not sleeping it, but not getting out of bed until 11 in the morning. And I'm like, oh, you're lazy and oh, you're not productive and all these things. And that's when I caught myself like, wait, why does that mean I'm lazy? Like, why can't I take a rest? I had a really busy day yesterday. Like I started questioning it. And then that's when I started getting these like cool inspirations. And I'm like, oh man, there's so much I got to learn. And also I think too, that another thing that I've learned this week, aside from challenging the way that I'm thinking and the statements I'm making and pausing just quick enough, like the times that I challenged the way that I was thinking this week literally was one second. Like rather than just being like, oh, you're lazy and you're unproductive, blah, blah, blah. I was like, pause. Why? That literally was like a second or less. Pause. Why? And then I've now unraveled and unwrapped this whole belief statement that I've been holding on to because it was on autopilot. So I challenge you to do that. Whenever you're thinking a statement, believing a thing or a thought doesn't make you feel good, pause. Why? Why is that true? And then see what happens and report back to me and let me know. And then another thing that came out like kind of foiled off of feeling lazy and unproductive and not getting things done like I should is not to require comfort as a prerequisite for trying something new or doing things different from your typical routine. So anything new, period, anything new or unknown, 
by default is going to have some level of discomfort because our brains love to run on efficiency through habits. Our ego loves the known. So by default, anything unknown is going to feel uncomfortable. And so consider that part of the package and get excited about what's on the other side of that discomfort. So I used to get stuck and obsessed with, oh, but I don't want to do it or I'm uncomfortable and this is scary. And you know, my perfectionism wants to plan everything from A to Z. And if I don't, then I'm paralyzed and I don't move forward. But then I realized, you know what? Comfort can't be a prerequisite anymore for taking action and just testing things. It can't. It's part of the package. I'm going to feel uncomfortable. Something new, it's going to be uncomfortable. So if I can just accept that now as a known thing, then there's no more energy being wasted on whether or not I should do something, whether or not I need to protect myself or over plan. It's out the window because it's already an accepted known thing of the unknown thing, if that makes sense. So yeah, just another thought. Let me know if you have any thoughts on this. It's just interesting how perfectionism masks itself in different ways, in different forms. And then at the root of it, you're like, "Mm, that's perfectionism, that's fear. 